Rachel stood. Your Honor, we ask the court to rule that custody of the child Leo Shipley be transferred to the county for the duration of the petition, and that the child be placed in a licensed foster care family. Miss Shipley is unable to account for her actions the night Leo was taken from his crib and left in a dumpster. It's the county's belief that to return the child to his mother would place him in harm's way. The county will arrange for supervised visits for Ms. Shipley in the interim, and we will begin working on a case plan. The judge addressed the guardian. Does the guardian at litem have a recommendation? Behind her, Rachel heard Kelly stand. I believe it is in the child's best interest to remain in protective custody for the time being, Your Honor. I didn't do anything. Marcy's voice was shrill. The judge regarded Marcy for only a second before turning his attention back to the petition in front of him. Temporary protective custody is granted to the county. The child shall be placed in a licensed foster home. Human services shall arrange for supervised visits for the mother, Marcy Shipley. Pre-trial conference is set for 30 days. That's all for today. Marcy bolted out of her chair. You can't do that. I ain't done nothing. The judge's tone was calm but authoritative. That's all for today, Ms. Shipley. Joyce Shipley leaned across from the gallery and touched her daughter on the shoulder. Come on, Marcy. I didn't do it. The young mother's voice was trembling. Rachel wanted to block it out. Come on, Joyce repeated, and Marcy slowly stepped away from the defendant's table. Rachel could sense Marcy's eyes on her as she walked past. On her other side, Leslie gathered her papers together and kept her eyes on her files. Rachel turned and watched Marcy and her mother leave the courtroom. Marcy was crying and mumbling protests. She was not the first mother to shout out her innocence in a courtroom. Rachel had seen it dozens of times before. But something about Marcy Shipley tugged at Rachel. Something about this case troubled her. Her mind traveled to her dream. The crying infant seemed to fill the courtroom. She watched Marcy slink away in tears, and suddenly she just couldn't picture Marcy walking ten blocks with her son in her arms and dropping him into a dumpster. Rachel took off after Marcy, aware that Leslie was watching her in astonishment. Her next case was in five minutes. She didn't have much time. Marcy, Rachel called out to the woman just on the other side of the double doors. Marcy turned to face her. Her eyes were angry, her cheeks wet. Joyce was also looking back. Her expression was one of surprise. Did you give the police names of people you think might have had reason to take Leo? Rachel said. Marcy hesitated. Joyce cocked her head and narrowed her eyes at Rachel. I can't remember if they asked, Marcy finally said. If you think you know someone who might have done this, you should go across the parking lot to the police station and tell them. They won't believe me. Marcy's voice was toneless. Rachel thought for only a moment. She had just seconds before she needed to step back into the courtroom. It wasn't her place to be giving a defendant advice, but she needed answers. Go over there and ask for Sergeant Will Pendleton. Tell him I sent you to see him. Give the names to him, okay? He's a detective, and he's a friend of mine. Again, Marcy hesitated. Joyce looked away. What's the name? Marcy asked. Pendleton, Rachel answered. Sergeant Will Pendleton. Marcy didn't thank her. She just slowly turned around and began to walk away.
Joyce followed without looking back. Rachel watched them until they were out of sight. Then she turned and slipped back inside the courtroom. Will was indeed a friend, a good one. But he certainly wasn't used to Rachel sending over a defendant intent on proving her innocence. And there was no time to call and tell him why she was sending Marcy Shipley to see him. As she returned to the prosecution table, she pictured in her mind Will's ebony features crinkling into bewilderment as Marcy Shipley, a woman charged with endangering her child, tells him Assistant County Prosecutor Rachel Flynn told her to provide him with a list of suspects. It wouldn't be the first time she had done something that made him tip his head in wonder. That was something he was used to. Rachel had met homicide detective Sergeant Will Pendleton a year earlier, when her brother had confessed to a murder. Her theories about Joshua's innocence had intrigued Will.